Hey y'all, welcome back to the Quality Cup Life Podcast. My name is Imani and I have a special guest today. This is... Trayvon McFadden. Yeah, uh, so this is a buddy from high school. Um, and he is doing really cool things these days. Um, and so I wanted to bring him on because his life went from like, uh, I don't want to say zero to a hundred, but like your life changed like <laughs> dramatically, uh, in the last, what, two, two years? years, about two years or so. And, um, and so I thought it would, um, some of the stuff that he has gone through, I think it would be helpful for a lot of people. And so, yeah, that's why we are here today. So, um, also, before we get started, go ahead and uh, subscribe to the podcast. If you listen to some previous ones or after this one, make sure you leave a review. That would help out a ton. And, um, yeah, share it if you like it. All right. <laughs> so, um, uh, so, Trayvon, I just wanted to tell you that... Um, like I said, in the past, like, two years, your life has kind of uh, changed a lot. And it seems like you out here grown man and things and whatnot. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and um, and also, you joined the Marines. Was it last Was it last year that you officially joined the Marines? Uh, this year, I make, what, my, this is my second year in. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, last year. Yeah, so big man joined the Marines, and you out on your own now, and uh, you grown man in it with um, uh, wife and, and kids now. You have kids on kids on kids on kids. Staying up. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I just think that's really cool right. that um, you are uh, doing what a lot of people don't want to do, and you're willing to um, kind of like lead a family, um, and... And I think that's really cool, especially if you don't, if you like, I don't know if you have, but especially if you haven't really seen good examples of people, of men like leading families. And like, now you're like, I'm going to do this. So I think that's really, um, really amazing. And so, so the first thing I wanted to ask you or, well, ask you to talk about is, um, what made you, what was the process of you deciding to join the Marines? Like what made you do it? Or, and then what, I'm sorry, and then what made you um, think that you could even do something like that? Because it's, Marines is like, probably, I would have to guess, <laughs> one of the hardest branches to, like, be a part of, or right. to join. And then basic training, I heard, is pretty crazy. And then the job itself is pretty crazy. So, I'd like to, we, we'd like to hear about that. Alright, so, what made me do it? Really? I believe I, I could I could do it. Like, I wanted to wear the uniform. I wanted to just be a Marine entirely. Mm -hmm. So nothing was going to stop me from doing it. Mm -hmm. Like, each and every day I woke up, hey, I got to do right. this. I got I to gotta run six, seven miles mm -hmm. in order to like, get physically prepared and mentally prepared for it. Mm -hmm. So I had to do it. I got to do it. I, I got to do it. That's why I thought every day. Had to, got to. Can't stop, won't stop. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. So what made you, th what made you like decide, what made you think that I got to be a Marine? Like where that, where that come from? So I always wanted to join the military. It was just, oh, really? yeah. <laughs> it was like. Did you know that? Okay. I'm talking to Stefan. He's, he's in back. <laughs> so it was just a matter of what branch will give me like a proper challenge. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I went to the army. They, they were more like, 
I don't know. Like, we don't know if we can have you and all that. Air Force, you got to be smart. Yeah. 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 You're smart. I mean, you're, yeah, you're smart. Like, you got to be like, <laughs> oh, there. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Mm-hmm. So um, I went to the Navy and the Navy, same thing. And then the Marines, they told me what I can do for them. Mm-hmm. And when I got into it, it was like more of a family, like, I've been trained for three years just to mm-hmm. try to get in. So mm-hmm. it became more of a family. Mm-hmm. So the moment I got in, like the, the process of getting in, mm-hmm. so everything changed. So even like the um, even the the people that you were training with, it felt like a family too. Yeah, I'm still in contact with them till this day. Oh, that's really yeah. cool. That's cool. That's what's <laughs> up. That's what's up. What were you doing in your life before you started training for the Braves? Just working nine to five jobs, mm-hmm. like. You know, Husqvarna. Mm-hmm. I was at YMCA, mm-hmm. just working odd jobs. That farm, the farm, oh, the farm. Oh wait, the farm. The farm that you're working at. Oh yeah, yeah, farm? yeah. The horse farm. So yeah, I was working at the horse farm too at the same time. Mm-hmm. So yeah, like I had to keep my family afloat mm-hmm. in order, you know, for us to just keep going. Mm-hmm. So I just was working. Mm-hmm. Like, so. So did that work feel well? Well, I I'm not gonna put words in your mouth, but clearly I would think that that work feels less like a family, and it feels less like uh you got a purpose and a reason. Oh yeah, yeah. I've, I've, it was just I wasn't doing much. Mm-hmm. Like I felt like I wasn't doing much. Mm-hmm. I mean the guys were cool, but they had their own families to worry about, mm-hmm. and it, I didn't feel fulfilled at all. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Did you feel kind of like ro- like a robot almost? Just about, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like I was just a number. Mm-hmm. Like at the Husqvarna, I was yeah. just a number. Yeah. That's a plant, yeah. by the way, yeah. guys. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Were you working on the line? Yeah. yeah. Line, script tank, that was like acid and all that. So that's Ooh, definitely that's not a good. No for, for me. <laughs> that's a no for me. And then it gets like the, almost a thousand. The, the tank itself, it gets like almost a thousand degrees and it gets hot in there. So. You could die. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. No. Yeah. No. So, yeah, no. Sorry for being uh, a little dark. <laughs> yeah, saying. we're not we're not playing with acid anymore. <laughs> we're not we're not doing that anymore. Thank God. <laughs> um, and so the next thing I wanted to ask you was, um, can you talk about how um, how similar or different your upbringing was um, to being in to being in the military now? Like what's the difference? What woo? What's the the similarities and the differences of your life? Like before and after. Yeah, when you were like growing up versus the military. So growing up, I say I always had a a foundation somewhat. So mm-hmm. like I didn't have much structure. Like I have mm-hmm. in the Marine Corps. So mm-hmm. like as a kid, I just didn't worry about too much. Still work, but at the same time, it wasn't like I was just a kid, so I, I didn't know. Mm-hmm. But in the Marine Corps, I have a whole family to worry about. Mm-hmm. My job, mm-hmm. my rank. I just got promoted, by the way. Yeah, got promoted. <laughs> got promoted. I'm spitting. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, then you got to just like this your status and all that, and then in the civilian world, you, you don't. So mm-hmm. you basically just you know I'm getting up doing this every day. Now, I don't know if you get awards and all that. That's what we do. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's it's a different, you know, feel, you know. So. Mm-hmm. so so when you were growing up, 
So it sounds like the biggest thing was the structure. Mm. Was it like a culture shock to have that much structure versus like <laughs> none at all? No, I don't want to say none at all, but like, is that a big? It, it was different. Like, like, well, hey, <laughs> what just came from? Yeah. Like, yeah. So it was, it was a shock, big shock. Mm-hmm. So still is now. I'm still learning a lot, and then a lot of a lot of stuff being introduced to me. So I'm like, still knowing this stuff happens and all that. Yeah. Did you want to say something? Okay, go ahead. So it was something you had to do to join the Marines, you had to like lose a lot of weight. And I remember that when you was coming to the Y every week. So I had to lose a total of 80 pounds just to join. Like yeah. when I was, when I was starting, I was at what, 308. And when I went in, I was what, 222, so I was small. So big difference. Yeah, you you like it is physically demanding on your body. So you have to like keep yourself going, keep yourself in shape. You you got to keep going, basically. I was curious as to how hard it was for you to like work out and uh, to prepare yourself for that because this ain't no shade to nobody, but like a lot of our families just generally aren't the most active or have the healthiest lifestyle and stuff. All right. And for you, and some people may have like have that as an excuse, like, oh, my mom doesn't do this or my dad doesn't do this. And I don't really have no example to do that. But I guess like when someone's at home, you're more encouraged to stray away from that. So how difficult was that to, to keep up with, you know, knowing to what's normal around you? So with that, I had to, I had to like really Put that aside. I know this is going to, you know, tell me, like, kind of weigh me away from it somewhat. When I first started, like, they were saying, right, can you do this? I don't know. Me, I have a lot of willpower. So I just basically didn't ignore. I just I, I acknowledged it. But I kept going, like, with it pretty much. So what was the difference between you, um, you being okay with it then versus you joint you deciding to lose the weight for the military so with that so being okay with it hmm that's a hard one i guess like what was the motivate <laughs> like what was the difference in motivation for like um losing weight and like uh working on your your physical um the words <laughs> where are my words uh you know what i'm trying to say he got it you got so it the, right? he's saying the motivation to work out and yeah like eat healthier and lose weight where was that where before did you exactly so before that i wasn't even i ain't done take it into consideration then mm-hmm. so before that i wasn't even eating right i thought you just have to have muscle in order to do that but no, there's like other elements to it. So in order to run, you gotta do this and do that. And so I have to cut a lot out mm-hmm. in order to get to where I wanna get to. So I had to cut out fast food, my grandma's home cooking and all that stuff just to be better, I guess physically and feel better, don't feel sluggish and all that. Mm-hmm. So the foods I had to change out and all that just to become like what I am now. Yeah, I had to sacrifice, basically. Um, so the next question I wanted to ask you was, um, so I was curious if, uh, specifically men, if it seemed like people were more interested in you or once they found out that you, that you were joining the military, um, 
meaning like uh when i i don't know if you understand what i mean but like for example um you know how sometimes if people find out that, that you're doing something then all of a sudden they're like oh, okay yeah you I know they want to talk to you yeah, <laughs> yeah i see you but before i want to put words in your mouth but like sometimes you're, you're invisible type of thing so can you is that was that a thing for you that was a big thing <laughs> like so like you said before, they they didn't even pay attention to you when you first started because they don't think you can do it. But as you progress, as you keep going, as you start to make waves and all mm -hmm. that, they see you. Mm -hmm. They see you losing the weight. They see you gaining muscle. Mm -hmm. They see your mentality change somewhat. So, mm -hmm. like like I said, especially guys, they, then they're gonna want to know you become some type of of beacon of inspiration to them somewhat. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, it just goes up from there. Like, speaking of inspiration. <laughs> like, <laughs> Stefan, he, uh, <laughs> did he ever told you, like, he wanted to try to do it at one point? With the military? Yeah. Yeah, he said, um, but he's got a big heart, so he can't do it. So, yeah, that, yeah, that was the main reason. Like, I was asking questions. I'm like, um. Well, that in the sickle cell, too, right? Yeah. Both of them? Yeah. So, like, yeah, basically, guys wanted to somewhat emulate what you're doing. Mm-hmm. Because they see you, and I, I was, I was like, "Dang, I'm making a, I'm making a wave." Mm -hmm. So, especially people out here, I want, I want people to, you know, do what I'm doing, so we can like get out of this kind of like, type of situation, you know. Mm -hmm. So yeah. Well, I guess, I guess I was curious about like older men, like um, men that could have been more of like, um, I don't want to say father figure, but you know what I mean, like a yeah. man that could be like a figure in your life. Did they like now all of a sudden want to talk to you about, oh, yeah, you know, when I was in the military or, yeah, you know, like, or uh, oh, I thought about joining the military when I was your age or, or you know, or just stuff like trying to give you advice now that they know you're joining the military. Because I was wondering if 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 they didn't they didn't really try to guide you or give you any advice before. But then once they found out the military, now they they oh, want to yeah, like yeah. I was curious about that, too. Yeah, so. Is that a thing, or or just I'm just? I had some family members that do it mm -hmm. like a little bit, like like you sure you can do it and all that. And then the mm -hmm. moment I joined, mm -hmm. like oh that boy Marine there, uh, blah blah yeah. blah. <laughs> I'm like, where was this before? Yeah. So you know, but no hard feelings. Yeah. So cool. I I think that's um excuse me chapstick uh break. Um I think that's a that's that's cool. But I just. I just thought about that because I think it would be uh, I'm not a man and I will never be a father or anything like that. So I don't I don't know how this goes, but I just think it would be cool if men would uh, be there for men before. Uh, before and after kind of somewhat. Not just the military, but just in general, like um, before they see them doing something that they find interesting. I think I think it would be cool to like support them especially if they know if if the if the people or if the men know that there's a a guy that did not like did not grow up with a father right. like close up on him or whatever close up on him it sounds so strange but like <laughs> <laughs> but you you know what i'm saying I, I know yeah exactly like i mean. i think it would be cool for for people to um do that stuff before hand i don't know like encourage them yeah and as they as they keep going up you know give them that inspiration yeah 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 it's it's kind of foreign and you know in our community and all that so yeah i get it but i just think it'll be cool to see that happen more often i guess yeah 
But anyway, that's my little, <laughs> I was just curious. I was curious about that. Okay. So the next thing I wanted to ask you was, um, can you talk about what a huge, well, I would, well, it, it is what a huge shift it is to only, um, being when you well when you first joined the marines you were primarily responsible for yourself right. and then it was from that to now you're responsible for five <laughs> people right. not including yourself well so six people now you're yeah. responsible for what can you talk about that because that sounds like like some work. real man yeah. manly man 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 manly man <laughs> you know it sounds like some very manly so with that things. uh so how can I put it? For me, only worrying about myself year one until mm -hmm. coming to with them is I, I can I can't explain it, but I can. So me going in just by myself, you know, I don't think I got to worry about car payment, insurance, just you know, small stuff mm -hmm. and all that. So I'm just living day to day, mm -hmm. getting groceries for myself. Mm -hmm. When I met my wife, she had three kids and then plus the one we have now. You have to take on everybody's emotions, including, you know, the kids, the, the baby, obviously, he's not born yet, but, you know, yeah. it's going to come. Yeah, yeah. So, I, I'm a family person, so mm -hmm. I put myself aside and make sure they're all right. Like, she will tell you herself that I, like, I don't want to, I don't worry about myself, I worry about them. Mm -hmm. So, every time I come home, makes and everything all right. I'm going out to the grocery store. Mm -hmm. She can't go to the grocery store. She's pregnant and all that. So I go there, get that. Anything she needs. It's just I, I forget about myself sometimes. Mm -hmm. A lot. Mm -hmm. So I'm just more focused on them, mm -hmm. basically. So, so, like, how is that overwhelming? It can be. It can be, but mm -hmm. you got to put that aside. Mm -hmm. You got you got to. So how do you how do you put that aside though? So for me, whenever I feel overwhelmed and you know anxiety and all that crazy stuff, I just stop, breathe, and mm -hmm. hey, I got, I'm doing it for them. So mm -hmm. I, I can't let my emotions and everything over like get to me, mm -hmm. and then stress her out, and then the kids gonna be all you know going crazy and all that. So. Mm -hmm. I just keep it to myself, basically. So, do you think that's healthy, though? No, we talk. So, we talk. We talk. We talk. Don't worry. <laughs> I don't just ball it up now. I just like, all right, you know, I'm, I'm feeling, you know, just, you know, a little overwhelmed. She'll say, no, you're doing a good job. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we go places, you know, for me just to, you know, calm down. Because, mm -hmm. like, it's, it's overwhelming. Mm -hmm. But you have ways to alleviate that stress and everything, so. And also, do you is it healthy for you to forget it? Because you said I forget about myself sometimes. I'm selfless. So. Hey, 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 no, no, gotta, no. Hey, the 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 point of this this whole brand is to pour. You got to pour into yourself. How you gonna take care of the kids and your wife? You don't take that, care of yourself, man. That, I'm What's just that's just me. That's my nature. But well, we got to switch the nature, sir. This <laughs> is only sometimes. It's only sometimes. So okay. Right. <laughs> well, he didn't say he didn't say he doesn't take care of himself. He just may prioritize them yeah. before he prioritizes himself. But do you think he has to do that first? 
you just said I forget about myself. Yeah, I do. I do sometimes. That's but what he said. Do you forget or do you come at the bottom of the list? I'm the, the basically the bottom. I should have said that. That would have been better wording. <laughs> <laughs> get the. I get you got to take care of your family, but at the same time, worry about yourselves too. You so. gotta. Yeah, you gotta. You gotta. Yeah. I mean, because if because if you like because if you croak out, then them kids, you <laughs> know, ain't nothing you can do. You know I, what I'm saying? I, I'll never let it get I, to that point. I hope you know yeah. that never happens. Yeah. But you know, yeah. But I think that's probably the the role of a man, isn't it? Because like, uh, I feel as though men probably are normally too prioritize their family and their loved ones before themselves. Not to say they don't get to themselves, but they'll probably, well, hey, I'll do what I got to do when I have the time. But these kids and my wife need X, Y, Z, though. Yeah, I'm not a, I'm not a man, so I don't know. But I just think, um, I think it's still, well, you said that you do. But just in general, I think it's good to, um, Still make sure that you're okay. Oh, yeah. Because, again, if you, like, run yourself into the ground or, you like, you don't, uh, it could be physically or mentally, mm. what can you do for your family? If you if you dead, what can you do for your family? All right, you right. You can't do nothing. You can't do nothing for them. So, like, um, so, yeah, I just think, uh, just, just, I think that's a good thing to think about. But, you know, of course, <laughs> take care of your family, you know? Just don't don't overdo it or you know burn yourself. Out, yeah, basically. like try not to burn it or if you feel yourself going that way, like do something for yourself. Like make sure you I, you I take go, yeah, go ahead, jump, you know all that good stuff. Yeah. That helps. <laughs> or like you know if you know therapy is a good thing for just in general. Um. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> all right. <laughs> um, and then the last question that I have for you. Um. Although, of course, we might go on another tangent again. We'll see. Um, <laughs> but how do you wrap your mind around... Um, how do you wrap your mind around being... I think you kind of answered this already, but I'm going to ask this again. Um, how do you wrap your mind around you now taking care of five other people when you didn't exactly... You didn't really have that example growing up. So how do you, how do you navigate trying to do that? So, how do I do it? Um, I just do it. I just do it. Like, you know, my dad wasn't in, in my life, so mm -hmm. I did it with my mom. So I had to, she would work, you know, our jobs and all that. I would have to do something, too. So I, I guess it stems from How to that. do something. Can you explain what do something, too, mm -hmm. means? Get money, pretty much. Mm -hmm. Work. Uh, help her pay the bills. Mm -hmm. To take care of my sister. Take care of her even though i was like what nine ten years old mm -hmm. it i guess it comes from you know her helping her grandma all that stuff i guess i had that in me the whole entire time and mm -hmm. didn't know so I, it's in my nature i guess to take care of people and everyone around me making sure everybody is good mm -hmm. worried about myself too mm -hmm. But you know, making sure, <laughs> making sure they want him to be okay. All y'all to be okay. You're right. So just taking like I get shifted into like the family. Mm -hmm. It's a little harder, mm -hmm. 
but it's the same, you know, formula. A you know, little harder. It's a little harder. <laughs> this man got five whole other humans, and he out here a little harder. I mean, it'll never be easy, but yeah, I got you. I'm just joking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just joking. But yeah, it's the same thing, just a little different. So, so I get the like you 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 uh, kind of grew up having to provide, but how do you how do how are you trying to like navigating fathering though? Like being a father, cause like, cause you know, I know I'm not saying this is you, but like, I've had a uh, experience with uh, men thinking that uh, the only thing, or the, not the only thing, but the main thing, their responsibility is as a father is just to provide, and like, it, no shade, but like, low key, my dad, uh, growing up, if it, I mean, it didn't feel like he was there he was there well we, we were all in the same house we was there but he wasn't there like he would provide he'd make sure we had food and all that but other than that he i don't think he quite understood how to be like a father to two mm. two little girls mm. so uh how do you how how you how are you like figuring that out it, i'm basically just riding the wave i'm figuring everything out mm -hmm. every day so this is my first time being a dad. Mm -hmm. So I, my dad didn't show me. My uncle couldn't show me because he doesn't have kids. So mm -hmm. I'm just learning as I go, mm -hmm. like changing diapers, mm -hmm. making meals every day, cleaning mm -hmm. up messes, mm -hmm. putting them to sleep. It's, mm -hmm. I'm just learning. Mm -hmm. It's like rewarding and hard at the same time. And that's how I'm learning. That's cool. I think it's, I think it's um, super super um awesome that because <laughs> i because because i know like there's a lot of guys who because they didn't have a father figure they're like ah, i don't think they do it intentionally but you know how you like repeat other times you repeat the same things your your family does or your parents like do the cycle keeps yeah going like that. so like um so if they didn't have a father they don't know how to father right. their kids so like it's kind of sometimes it just kind of um repeats because just in general, I have a lot of the habits, same habits from my mom and some from my dad too. Mm -hmm. So like, yeah. So I just think that's really cool that not only are you, um, you're like willing to figure it out right. as you go along, but also you were willing to accept and take on um, um, three other kids. Yeah. Um, and you know, I'm sure, well, I don't, how old are they again? So the oldest is five. Oh, they're they, like little. Yeah. Like, so Tiana is five. Mm -hmm. Jace is, he just turned four. Mm -hmm. And Faith just turned three. Oh, yeah. They're running, they're running loose in the house. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah they, they see me as dad. So mm -hmm. I'm like, you know, I'm not your, you know, biological father. Y'all my kids. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I, I don't pop them, but I pop them sometimes. And, uh, you know, you, yeah. discipline and all that, but I, I love them to death. Mm -hmm. So. Yeah, I just think that's really cool. I've yeah. friend. Go ahead. Has um, has being a Marine, like, what are like some maybe positive and like negative things being a Marine and in, uh, inflicted on like being a dad at the same time? So how how it goes hand in hand somewhat? Yeah, because I'm sure that like your lifestyle being Marine may have like bled over into it, it, you being <laughs> a dad, so. So the discipline part, like, you know, they want us to be disciplined, you know, be professional and all that. You know, when that bleeds over to the kids, they're like, hey, we're going to have to be disciplined. We're going to have to, you know, fall in line with some stuff. Don't act up. You know, I, I try not to. 
I try not to infuse it so much to where it's like scary to them, but you know, hey, do this, do that. You don't be barking orders at them? Yeah. I be giving them the knife hands too late. Like, Stop doing that and all that. <laughs> but um, yeah, just discipline with them and all that and making sure they're good. That's all. So I try, I try not to too much, but sometimes it happens. Ooh, anything else, Stefan? <laughs> What's something that you wish someone would have told you about being a father? It's not easy. And it'll never be easy, but you just go as you, you just learn as you go. If my dad would have told me that, I think it would have, I would have somewhat been ready, been ready for it, but... I'm I'm ready still either way. So since you said like what were your expectations going into the relationship with your wife? Man? So expectations of that. I mean, because if you say, because you because you just said that you wish someone would have told you that it yeah. wouldn't be easy. Yeah. So don't well, just to me, it seemed as though you were you were thinking like eh, they probably ain't that hard. Or, it's not. <laughs> some, some, sometimes it's not. But you be having like your little moments, being like, Ugh, like it's, it's kind of too much. But you kind of come like snap back to reality somewhat. So are your expectations going into the relationship, then, like, and knowing that you were going to be there for the kids and stuff. So with that, it was like, I, I know she has three kids, and I know I want to marry this woman. So, am I ready for these, you know, that those responsibilities of taking care of three kids that are not mine, but I won't, I won't see it that way. So, when, you know, I decided to marry her and all that, those, that responsibility of taking care of them, it, it was, you know, it was heavy, but I, I wasn't going to give up on them because her and her, you know, past whoever she was with, didn't work out. So I don't want them to have like some type of issues with, you know, them not seeing their father all the time and all that and whatnot. So, you know, me stepping in to kind of balance it out somewhat. See what I'm saying? So So do you so since you said that, do you think that because now you're there they won't still have issues with their father, them not seeing their father as much? So with that with I encourage my wife to let them, you know, see him because mm-hmm. I, I don't want like you know how like some some kids nowadays hate their father just because he hasn't been in their lives and all that because the mother you know sometimes keep him away <laughs> so i'm sorry y'all here yeah y'all gotta people gotta stop doing that yeah please women, like, women are big petty sometimes <laughs> I, I yeah we gotta let's not do that <laughs> i'm sorry but go ahead but yeah i'm glad she she doesn't do that praise god go mm, ahead like, they they need to eat, like I'm bonus dad. They they need to have the actual dad in their lives too. <laughs> they they need this like we we need this like mm-hmm. I, I want them to know he still loves them. I love them. Mm-hmm. No hard feelings in between. So that's cool. I'm here for it. Yeah. So that I'm a positive. I'm a positive guy. So I want that. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. We don't we don't want you to to want that either. <laughs> <laughs> but all right. So um. We are conclude that concludes the quality cup life uh podcast this episode. Thank you, Trayvon. Thank you, Stefan, for your additional thoughts or questions. 
Okay. All right. And don't forget to subscribe, share it, like it, leave a review. All, that is that, all of that. Thank you. All right. Peace.